Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at youtube.com slash the Dan Patrick show. You are listening to the Dan Patrick show on Fox sports radio. What up? Good morning to you. Dan Patrick show Fox sports radio coming to you from the Mercedes Benz man cave. Got a great third hour of the show for you as, uh, we're going to be joined by Robert Smith, a colleague, a former NFL star running back, and of course, Fox NFL analyst and Mercedes-Benz family of SUVs. Extraordinary is one test drive away. Learn more at MBUSA.com. So, so Rob, look, by now we look at these, uh, at the records of NFL teams, and I'd be the first to tell you, I think the Eagles are really, really good, but I think their record is greatly inflated by the fact that they've played a bizarrely bad schedule, right? Considering they made the playoffs last year, things have just worked out to where they played a, a bizar- bizarrely bad schedule. But um, they have the best record. They're 13-2. and two. Cowboys are 11-4. and four. Vikings are 12-3. and three. You got the Buccaneers who are hanging on for dear life for the lead in the NFC South. You got the Niners. Uh, somehow the Seahawks are 7-8. and eight. I think that's more of how bad the rest of the division is. Bills are 12 and 3, Bengals are 11 and 4, Ravens are 10 and 5. The Chiefs are 12 and 3, the Chargers are now 9 and 6. Who who's the team that you believe in the least in the NFL? Who's the who's the phony for lack of a better word? The Dallas Cowboys. I I just I always believe that when the time comes and the moment's there that they will find a way uh, not to make it happen. We saw some losses this year where you just shook your head. You remember the loss in Green Bay? Uh, I think the franchise had never lost a game where they're up by 14 
going into the fourth quarter. They lost that game. What was the other game uh, off the top of my head that I'm missing? Lost the, the Jaguars. Game. The Jaguars, that game, uh, they were up uh, 17 or whatever it was or some, something like that in another situation where they should have been able to win that game. I don't know. I mean, we've we've seen the Cowboys, and they haven't made a, made a trip to the NFC Championship game in 26 years. Uh, they've had talented teams. They've won. Last year, they led the league in scoring. And if you go back to that playoff game against the 49ers, 49ers win that game in Dallas, and Jimmy G doesn't even throw a touchdown. Like, their offense was was abysmal. And you have Dak Prescott there, uh, who, you know, I think is a good quarterback, not an elite quarterback. And it always seems like if he throws the ball too much or you de- depend on him, Doug, throwing the ball too much, uh, it's going to wind up in the other team's hand, and uh, you'll probably wind up losing. So... Uh, I, I think so it's you have, the Cowboys. You have, more, you have more faith in the the Vikings than you do the Cowboys. No, it's just that I don't have any faith in the Cowboys. I have very little faith, <laughs> very little faith in the Vikings as well. But I'm not a. I just I, I've seen the act. I've seen the movie. How many times have you seen the Cowboys? I don't until they prove to me that they can get it done and win a big game. I, I I'm not buying them. Okay, I think most people would say the Vikings, and it's really interesting because Kirk Cousins has won a road playoff game, right? They went down a couple years ago and beat New Orleans in New Orleans. And he's got an exceptional team in terms of the surrounding skill position talent. Except for their defense is god-awful, and that's right. why you can't believe in them. Correct. I mean, between Cousins and their defense, I think the Vikings are the team that I believe in the least. And it's going to be interesting because, you know, we'll see who plays and how much they play, but you look at the Packers and how they close up the season – their chance to get to the playoffs at seven and eight is they got to win their last two. Their last two are Vikings this weekend at home in the cold. So we'll see, you know, dome team how they play. And remember, that's a Vikings team that that whooped them to start the year. That was the first game of the year, whooped them. And and, and, then, and for the Packers this time around, Doug, I don't know. The last three years they've won thirteen games. Looked like the road to the Super Bowl was all theirs. Maybe this is maybe this is the way they got to do it when they won the Super Bowl and. What was that, the 2010 season uh, into 2011 or whatever? Uh, they were a wild card. Aaron Rodgers weren't, wasn't a Pro Bowl quarterback. I wasn't a all pro or Pro Bowl quarterback. They were 10 and 6. They had to go on the road throughout the whole thing. You know, nobody expected. Nobody expects anything from them this year. Their defense has been disappointing. It was supposed to be a strength. They had, uh, the running game wasn't as good as it had been in the last couple of years when they were piling up all the wins. Aaron Rodgers hasn't played nearly as well. His interceptions is probably the thing that's, you know, the most shocking. I think he had three interceptions against the Lions, two in the end zone, like 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 un-Aaron Rodgers-like. And who knows? Maybe this is their path in, and maybe they go and they and and things finally get to where some people might have thought this team would be. So the Packers, to me, are as pe- most people have written them off. They're frauds. They, if they get to the playoffs, they're losing the first round. I'm not so convinced of that. I, I actually I like a lot of parts about their team. I don't I don't like love their defense and their inability to stop the run, especially in the NFC. Right? right. Like if you're you can't beat the Eagles or the Cowboys or the Niners if you can't stop the run. 
I, I like how the offense has evolved, how it's a run-first offense, and the, the two rookie wide receivers are coming into their own. They're still tight end away. Right. But I definitely think it's trending in the right. But I also believe that you're right. They're not frauds only because most people don't believe in them. I don't know if people believe in the Vikings. I think more people obviously believe in the Cowboys. And so your argument is probably the right one, considering who's the team that people believe in the most, that you believe in the least, and seeing as you have no faith in the Cowboys, there in fact is your answer. That's a yeah. pretty pretty simple answer. Yeah, and, and the, uh, the Cowboys, what, what do you like? The, do, do you agree with me on the, on the DAC? I mean, I, I, I just think... When the, I don't, cow- I don't, when the Cowboys I don't were really good, I don't love that. They ran the football first. That, no, that. no, no doubt. I don't, I don't love that. I don't. I've never thought Dak's an elite quarterback. On the other hand, Micah Parsons is an elite player. I think he makes up for a lot of things defensively. I mean, just because Swiss Army knife and the dude just makes plays, I think that changes them some. Um, and I and I do think that that not biting the apple and signing T.Y. Hilton instead of o- Odell Beckham Jr. was just, that's a smart football move. Finally. Like, like the, the, the... No, they made some smart football but, moves. But that move right there was, they courted him publicly is what I meant, Doug. And I would meant how they were like, oh, they were just wooing him and everybody wants him and hey, they're tweeting out stuff. And, and they finally came to, he's not ready. He can't help you. Like, like get, having his name... Doesn't mean anything. And that's what I meant is that yes. sure they wanted him, but they realized he's not ready. No, no, no. Hey, listen, I, you and I agree. It actually was a great move and a big move for the Cowboys to do the right football thing, regardless of how it looked in the paper or how it made Odell Beckham Jr. feel or any of that stuff. That, that's a departure from the reputation that the Cowboys have. But it is a really smart move. And it, it paid off, obviously, in, 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 in the first week. Um, which is a which is a good sign. I think they're close. I mean, like, let's be honest. I think the Niners have a better roster, but Brock Purdy, we have no idea what he's going to look like if they get behind in the playoffs. And the See, Eagles that's what have- scares me. I'm, I'm with you on that. I know people think there's no difference and you could just plug anybody in and, oh, yeah, uh, uh, he'll be able to make a run. No, you don't know that. Until you get there and you're down and there's a mistake and you're down 10 points and then it ch- everything changes. Well, I also think, that, look, there's some benefit to being young, to being inexperienced that you just don't know any better. Hey, you don't know you're not supposed to come in here and win. You're not, not, you don't know you're not supposed to, you know, uh, you know, perform this way. On the other hand, if we if we take the Jalen Hurts experience from last year, and, and I think you, you probably see some of this when he returns in the playoffs is the more people get a book on you. Right, the harder it becomes. That's what's happened in Miami to to some extent. Is they get a book on, on Tua, make him make those those throws outside the numbers. You know, everybody's and challenging wide receivers and making him throw tight tight window throws down the field and pressuring him because he can't run it. That that's kind of exposed him some. So I I do think that there's some of it is the adjustments to it, and I think there'll be adjustments to Brock Purdy. There'll be adjustments to Jalen Hurts in the, in the playoffs as well. But that's the question, right? We have no idea how Jalen Hurts will play in the playoffs. He was bad last year. He's a better player this year, surrounded with a better cast. We don't know how that how that works, and we don't know if they'll have Lane Johnson. And their defense hasn't been particularly good. So the point is that while I agree with you on some level, the Cowboys have the biggest fan base and. Uh, you don't think they're they're nearly as good as a record would deem them to be, and I'm not sure I disagree with you. I will point out that it's not like it's a perfect field from the NFC. Oh no, no, no! It's and it's and anybody open. and and as much as you can have questions about Dak, Dak has actually been 
far more successful for longer than Philadelphia's quarterback, San Francisco's quarterback. Um, His success is similar in many ways to that of Kirk Cousins, right? So it's, it's Aaron Rodgers is the only guy in the NFC with a better resume who is going to, who's going to have a chance to beat them in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, Only thing is Dak, you know, that interception ball is out there and he had been struggling Prior to this uh, last game, uh, I can't remember if it was eleven intercept. He had lead right eleven interceptions in nine games or whatever it was. He just throwed a lot of picks, and that's what you're afraid of with him. Um, so I remember when. Do you remember when Tony Dungy got some heat when Dak Prescott got? I think that is the number. But when um, when uh, Dak got hurt and Tony said this was not, you know, two last year, uh, and said uh, that the comment was something like, it could be a blessing in disguise. And people thought, wow, I mean, they're saying, you, you know, you want the guy hurt or whatever. And he didn't mean it like that. He meant that, that they need to get back to running the football sure. first. And then, you know what I mean, you need a quarterback to make those plays and make those throws that you need, Doug, in order to move the chains, to keep the game moving or whatever. You need a first down but that it should be running first. And I think that's where the Cowboys, if they are going to win, it will not be on the back or the heels of Dak Prescott. It'll be on Pollard and if Ezekiel uh, can can muster up uh, those yards and the defense play well. I think that's how the Cowboys win. They do have CeeDee Lamb. I mean, it's not like they're devoid of, of talent. I mean, they got CeeDee Lamb's pretty special special dude. Uh, but yes, they ha- it has to be balanced. And I, look, I think Dak needs to run it more. You know, he's been banged up, but that's a big old dude who has, you know, he, he cut his teeth in the SEC originally more running the football, and he made himself into more of a pocket passer. So, uh, obviously, uh, obviously you agree there. Robert Smith's going to join us upcoming next. We'll, we'll dive into the NFC. He's the, obviously, former Viking. He's seen the Vikings. What's his level of faith in him? What's his level of faith in the Cowboys? And if, if he was going to fix the Broncos, how would he do it? We'll discuss next in the Dan Patrick Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, 
Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Happy New Year to you. Doug Gottlieb, Rob Parker in for Dan Danette's Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hey, hey Doug. Yes. How was the holiday? I, I, we didn't get to really chat a little bit. Was the holiday good for yeah, you? Good. Yeah. Good. Anything yeah. special or no? Nope. Yeah. Mine was pretty quiet. You know, when you're divorced, no kids, the holidays are, uh, you know, I got family mostly in New York and stuff, but uh, pretty quiet. I kind of enjoyed having the downtime. I'll tell you what I really liked was can we arrange for Christmas to be on. Friday, Sunday every year, like the having Christmas Eve game, like just having NFL wall to wall football, that was great. There's college hoops on. There's NBA hoops on. Oh, that was a lot. Yeah, that was that, that was that was good. I, the midweek thing kind of screws it all up. Like this this deal, like everybody got a three day weekend. People are sort of back at work. We got New Year's this weekend. It works out as well with the college this year. The college games are on Saturday on the thirty first, and the NFLs on the first. Obviously, the, the college losing the. You know, the, the January 1st is their day, but whatever. They don't seem to care. Um, no, they just care about that moolah. That's yeah, all I, that matters. I, I mean, sports works. Football works on weekends and Christmas on weekends. And I, I think we need to find a way to Jimmy rig the, 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 the calendar. Well, we so can't that do that. that I know, right? Just make make uh, Christmas the last Sunday of every, right? Like they do with yeah. Thanksgiving is the last yeah, Thursday, I mean, I mean, right? I mean, you, listen, you just said, you just said, you just said about was it an hour ago? You you called in the question the fact that Jason Tatum um, yes. had a birthday party on a Tuesday night for his five-year-old son, Deuce, and then missed a basketball game, right? And you're like, when I was a kid, all birthday parties were on the weekends. Was, I agree. It was so Saturday. Why, so All right, so baby Jesus born on the 25th. We're, sorry, baby Jesus, we're going to celebrate your birthday on a Saturday or Sunday every year. Yeah, I don't know if people would go I, for I, that, I but I understand. I don't really think yeah. you were going for it, but I mean, right. again, I'm just using your logic. For a bigger argument. Okay. Let uh, Jason Tatum, real quick. Mm. Where are you? I mean, I know you said you, uh, when you read the detail, are you shocked by that? That, 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 I, I, well, I guess what I can't understand is the Tuesday night birthday party for a five year old. I, I just, when you're, when your kid's a five year old, his birthday fits into your schedule, not the other way around. 
That's the way it works. Right. right? The kid's not going to go, wait a minute. My birthday was Tuesday. Why are we they, having they a party do, they, Saturday? They, <laughs> they do those things. And then you explain to them. I got it. No, I understand. Everybody likes to celebrate their birthday on their birthday. But in this particular case, this is the way it works out for us. So I even honestly like, I, I mean, I, that one was a, a stunner to me. That's a, that's a stunner to me. But wasn't the game on a Wednesday? I thought it was Tuesday night. Uh, and what Tuesday or Wednesday? I'm sorry. I, I can... he, he played last Wednesday. So what, what game did no, he miss? No, he missed the Orlando game. Rob G., when was, was that a Tuesday? Was it a Friday night? It was an Orlando game. I thought it was during the week. Friday? Kind of changed okay. the story. No, it doesn't. Bit. No, yeah. what? No, well, Orlando, the Orlando, should... Orlando beat him twice, played him twice in a row. It yeah, was but in they... Boston. But they lost. So was it the Friday night or was it the Sunday night? Sunday game. No, Either it way. wasn't a weekend. It was it was during the because I remember it was he Friday. played in the Friday night game. He didn't play in the Sunday game, so it must have been a Sunday Sunday birthday party. He 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 should well the the it point, was Sunday December eighteenth. The point is he should not miss a game for a five year old's birthday party. Correct. That that's the bottom line. Okay. Correct. I just I don't understand why we are here. And Doug, here's my biggest issue. And the NBA, I can't believe there hasn't been a, a, a class action lawsuit for fraud as far as people buying tickets for games and players not playing, not because they're injured, but because they want to rest or take time off. That's fine. But if I bought tickets for my five-year-old or my kid for Christmas to go to a game to see his favorite player and he's not playing because he want to go to a birthday party or he wants to rest or whatever it could be, I should be able to get my money back. And I can't believe that fans are, are, are accepting this because I think it's wrong. I think they have done damage to people. I would feel like I got cheated. I really would. Have you gone to a Broadway show and, 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 the, and the main star is not there and the understudy? You yes. can go to the box office and say, no, I don't, I, this is not what I want to see. I want my money back or tickets to another show when the star is performing on Broadway. I didn't pay for the understudy. I, I agree. I think what they've done is, they, yes, they, they've damaged the idea of going to a game. The hardest thing for the next 20 years is going to be to get people to go to games, right? Like, why would you go? Why, why would you go? I mean, I've, I went to two games at SoFi last week, and one of the main reasons I went was one was a Thursday night game, one was a Sunday night game. So there wasn't competition in terms of what's, you know, what I'm, what I'm missing. Because going to a sporting event is not only crazy expensive and it take time out of your life and out of your day, but it also, you can't watch or do anything else. And you have so much invested financially in it. So, but I agree with you. Like the NBA players, you know, so many of them not playing and, and even the ones that do play a lot and are legitimately hurt. It's the perception of it, which hurts NBA fans. Why would I buy a ticket when I can watch it on TV and there's a pretty good chance that my favorite player won't and, play? And I'll say this last thing. I know we have our guests ready. I love going to the ballpark. And you know I'm a big baseball fan, so I go to a lot of baseball games. I go to NBA maybe one or t- once or twice an NFL game. But television, I have an 85-inch set in my living room, Doug, okay? Beautiful picture, replays, all that. There's nothing like you get instant the replays on your TVs. You know what I mean. Wow. There's nothing better than being in a crowd for a great game. There, That's I'm, I'm for a great game. Yes, yes. Nothing I, I, better. Agreed. Television I, does nothing. I, I, agreed. Yeah.
Agreed. Robert Smith joins us uh, now on the Dan Patrick Show with Rob Parker. I'm Doug Gottlieb. Of course, Robert is a superstar college NFL player. Buckeyes, get ready to play. We'll ask him about that. I uh, wanted to ask about his Vikings, of course, covers the NFL on Fox on a, on a weekly basis. Who do you have this weekend, Robert? What up, Robert? Hey, what's going on, man? We got uh, we got the Jets at the Seahawks. I mean, I, I'm just uh, I'm I'm excited about this TV setup that Rob has, <laughs> man. 85, 85 inch, I get 85, 85 inch. inch TV, and he's got his he's got his instant replay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I remember when Super Slow Mo was so slow, you it was blurry. That's what I used to watch when I was a kid. Like, the, hey, remember hey, man, that? That, that? That's the old standard def TV. I yes. remember seeing high def TV. TV the first time, like oh. for golf and stuff, it was like this. It's unbelievable. It's like putting on glasses. I know. It's like putting on glasses. It's like you know, put, putting on glasses for the first time. Let, let's let's get to your game this weekend, okay? Let's start with let's start with the Jets. Um, yeah. I mean, what a debacle! R- report yesterday they're going to move on from 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 Zach Wilson. Um, wh- what's the energy like? Though, what do you th- what do you think the, the likelihood of them making this final push to get to the playoffs is? Uh, it's going to be interesting to me. And, you know, going against a Seahawks team that's, uh, you know, also fighting for its playoff life, I mean, (laughs) I'm going to have to wait and see. I mean, who knows what team is going to show up. Um, You know, defensively, obviously it's a great team, especially getting Quinn and Williams back and his his brothers back there. We all know what Sauce Gardner's been doing. And, uh, you know, defensively they've been great. But offensively, you know, got to find a way to get it done on the road. You know, Mike White, apparently he's, he's been cleared to play and he's supposed to start. Um, so, you know, that'll be, that'll be positive for the offense. It's just, you just never know what teams are going to show up, man. And I have to, you know, that's the thing. This is my first time, you know, first year calling the NFL games, uh, full time. And, you know, you're used to seeing it in college, right? Like a bunch of 19, 20 year old kids, who knows what you're going to get from week to week, but in the NFL, uh, week to week, it's just so hard to figure out what's going to happen. And we had Detroit at Carolina last week, and the way that Detroit had been playing defensively, that you know, one of the best teams in the league over the last few weeks against the run, uh, you know, giving up I don't know something like seventy yards a game, right? And they go to give up 320 yards in that game. So we're <laughs> just rushing. You know what I mean? So it's hard to figure what these teams are going to be. But I think that the Jets team, I think that, I think that they're going, you know, when teams get embarrassed, they tend to show up the next week, right? And I think that, you know, they're kind of embarrassed by what happened and, and with the debacle with, with uh, Zach Wilson, kind of how that's gone. I think they're going to show up motivated, but I, I just I can't wait to see what they're able to do in a really hostile environment up there in Seattle. I, I don't want to make excuses. Zach Wilson has not played well, but I'm not going to let the Jets and their organization off the hook. They they have done a bad job. Sam, Dar- Sam Darnold failed there. Zach Wilson, like it's just just a slew. Geno Smith, Geno Smith. There's Mark, a slew. Yeah. Mark, San, Mark Sanchez, Mark Sanchez, another one. Like that, like they have blown all this. And even with the Mike White, as much Jets fans can celebrate Mike White. Mike White uh, also hadn't scored a touchdown in the last two games. He played in before. Right. He got hurt, so he's not lighting it up. And to me, he's Jeremy Lin with a football helmet on. Like, they could kid themselves all they want that he's the savior. I'm not buying it. I'm really not, yeah. Robert. The Jets have uh, – I love the defense, but offensively they have been a disaster for a long time. Yeah, no question about it. And, you know, we talk about – 
quarterbacks and you know what quarterbacks can do obviously get so much of the blame and uh you know so much of, of the credit and, and and praise but it's quarterback play right it's quarterback play and quarterback play factors in a lot of other elements uh, you know what is the offensive line doing? What's the play call? Uh, you know what are, what are the play call, calls? And you know is it a system that the com- that the quarterback is comfortable with? There are just so many elements that factor into how a quarterback plays. But that's not making excuses either. I just know though that human nature, the reality of it, right? The the the, the nature of the position, the pressure that you're under, both mentally and physically, you know it wears on you. And when Guys are getting smacked in, in the in the pocket, you know, right after they deliver the ball, before they deliver the ball, and you know they're asked to stand in there and deliver time and time again. That clock gets sped up in their head, and they make decisions that they shouldn't be making. And you know, it's, Frank Sinatra had it right, man. New York, if you make it there, you can make it anywhere. Recently, right? Yeah, no, no, no question about it. Um, okay, let, let let's get to some of the other stuff in the NFL. If uh, there's there's teams that need to be fixed, right? JJ uh, Watt, by the way, post on Instagram. He's going to retire. His son's first game, my last home game, meaning JJ Watt's going to retire. All right, so here's the things that. Here's the thing. We we know that Kyler Murray is under contract. We know that Steve Keim technically is under contract, although that thing is pretty murky. And then the head coach yeah. got an extension as well. But you're not going to have Kyler back till, I don't know, midseason next year. And there's all kinds of questions about everyone else's buy-in into, into Kyler. I put you, Robert, in charge of the Arizona Cardinals. You're the overseer of everything. <laughs> Have at it. So, so basically, you're the captain on the Titanic. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. There, there are just so many variables in that. Um, it, it's it's hard for me to see them uh, to see them moving on because remember, Cliff Kingsbury signed that extension too, right? Right. It's it's hard for me to see them moving on from him. But you know, you, apparently, and you know, not having done the examination, and 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 you know, obviously not being a doctor, I don't know for sure. But apparently, Kyler's uh, ACL tear was pretty clear or pretty clean, and they think that this could be one of those faster ACL recoveries where he may actually be ready for the beginning for the beginning of next season. So, with what you've invested in Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury uh, in 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 this past off season, I think you kind of have to try and make that that formula work. You know, what's that? What's that going to look like? I mean, I don't know exactly what it looks like, but it's hard for it's just so hard for me to picture them moving on because there's just so much money invested in those two guys, and and you know, with Colt McCoy being there, he's an able backup, but he can't stay healthy. I think you have to bring another guy uh, in there at the quarterback spot, but it's just so hard for me to see them moving on. It's just it's just so much money. Okay, Robert, let's do th- go ahead. I was going to say, Robert, where where were you on the Jeff Saturday hire? Were you Rob Ross, a former player? Hey, you don't need to be uh, any coaching experience. You just need to be the leader of men, a former player, and you could rally the troops. Or did you think it was a debacle waiting to happen? And uh, it's been a debacle. Where where are you on Jeff yeah, Saturday? Yeah, and you know we had we had uh, called the we had called a uh, Colts game and. Um, 
you know, obviously things didn't go the way that they had expected. And you talk about a situation where, you know, you need to surround people, you know, with the, with the elements that can help them succeed. You know, there are a lot of things that, that went wrong there. I, I, you know, I didn't like it personally. Um, it, I, I thought it was an insult to the people that were in the building. Um, but then again, you know, you have to, you have to understand sometimes like the, the coaches that are on that staff, you, you believe that they want to be the head coaches, but sometimes it's like, they're, they're so focused on, on, on their side of the ball or what it is that they do specifically. And, and some of them are like, they know how bad it is. Like, I don't want to take off this ship either. You know what I mean? So uh, I don't know what, I don't know exactly what conversations happened, but to me, just from the outside, not knowing exactly what happened in there, I didn't, I didn't like it because I think you should at least give, uh, you know, a coach on that staff an opportunity, but that's assuming that one of those coaches on the staff actually wanted to take over that sinking ship. Yeah. You know, it's it. Well, I think the mistake was he, he named a guy who hadn't called plays, but like if you're, this is what I think you meant or when you started, like if you're going to be inexperienced, surround yourself with a ton of experience and he hired an inexperienced play caller. And I mean, the Minnesota one is the one that's going to, that, that's, that you're going to, people are going to point to. You're up 33 nothing. Right. You oh, know, God. every, every, every ball, every like, again, I've never played quarterback in the NFL. Uh, Rob's never played quarterback in the NFL. Robert, you've played in the NFL and been a pro bowler, but you've never played. But all of us know, like, that ball should be snapped with one second on the play clock every snap. Right. Run the, run the football 90% yeah. of the time and just figure yeah. out a way to, there's a, there's a math to it. They should have to drive. They should have to drive, what, five times? Five. Don't help them. Right. Don't help them. Don't, don't help them. And, 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 and it was uh, unbelievable. Speaking of the Vikings, they're the best, what do they have, 11 wins? Uh, uh, the worst 11-win team. Most people don't buy Most people don't <laughs> buy into 12 wins. Oh, I'm sorry, 12 wins. The worst 12-win team that people just don't buy into the Vikings. I don't know, is it just, Robert, every every game is a one-possession game or or they don't believe in Kirk Cousins or no, the, it's the, offense, it's the, the defense it's the cousins, is terrible. It's yeah. the Cousins thing, isn't it? And the it? defense. <laughs> is, there, is there is there a question? You you were both yes. You were both kind of going there, and I'm sure this has happened a lot with you two on the on the air. But <laughs> so is it the Kirk? Are you asking me? You know which? Why do people doubt them? Yes. Or do I believe in them? Why do people doubt uh, them and not take them seriously despite 12 wins? Yeah, I, I I think it's all those factors, right? I mean, when you they were six and eight last year in one score games. This year they're 11 and 0. I mean, that's unheard of. And, you know, the way that they've won those games combined with, you know, the uh, the doubt in Kirk Cousins and, you know, people say, well, you know, hey, in the, in the big moment. But there have been plenty of those big moments this year, right? And I think the addition of T.J. Hawkinson in there, you know, with what uh, Justin Jefferson's been able to do and Dalvin Cook's been able to do, I mean, I believe in them on that side of the ball. My problem's on the defensive side of the ball. And, you know, they've had some injuries at the back end of the defense, a defense that ha- had a lot of problems this year, uh, you know, with big plays, giving up big plays in the passing game anyway. That's my bigger concern, especially going against, you know, this Green Bay team that, that's gotten so hot and, you know, they're going to have to uh, play them up there this time. Uh, that that could be a, a, a real problem. So I think 
you know, people that have their doubts, you know, they they might have uh, more ammunition for the doubts after this weekend. Um, obviously, you, you come off that Carolina uh, annihilation of Detroit. We're watching Tampa just kind of hang on, right? They need Arizona to collapse in order for them to win that game and maintain their lead in the NFC South. But just best guess, Tom Brady play football next year? I know, my goodness. Will Tom Brady play next year? Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I think he will. I think he will. Just not in Tampa? You know, it, I, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be in Tampa. I, I, I think there are a lot of a lot of teams around the league that would uh, that would take a flyer on him, right? That would that would say, hey, uh, you know, I want to see what, you know, whatever he's if he's going to be forty six at that time, uh, I'll I'll take a chance on Tom Brady. But I think you know, just kind of what's going on in his personal life, uh, just kind of the way that this season's gone with all the issues that they've had, uh, you know, with their offensive line, and it hasn't been as clean as he would have wanted it to be. It's just kind of the way that it seems with him. I, I, I think he's going to be back. Robert Smith joining us from, of course, a Fox NFL, the former running back with the Vikings and uh, Ohio State star. Uh, Rob, the other – Robert, you were talking about uh, Brady. How I, I know teams can't help but, but say, oh, yeah, well, we'll give him a flyer and maybe he'll be better for us. But he hasn't played well this year. Can we, can we be honest? How come people aren't willing to say that? Because he, he hasn't played well. If you really look at him, he's missed throws. They, they've struggled in the red zone. They haven't had all the injuries that maybe some other quarterbacks have. What have you seen that's different about Tom Brady this year? Yeah, I I think you're right. I mean, he has missed some of those throws. But again, we talk about, uh, you know, the situation and the situation would have to be perfect for him. And, you know, the I I guess the uh, the problem with that scenario, like if you've got that offensive line that is that good, then you probably have a quarterback that's performing well. So you don't need him anyway. It was kind of a, a perfect situation for him in Tampa because they they did have that right. Like they had pretty much all those pieces in place uh, and they were able to get a guy like him who isn't mobile and, you know, is not going to, you know, uh, uh, slide or climb and make any kind of escape plays. Um, so I think it would be, it, it would be harder to find that situation for him to go to. But, I, but I think you, you're right in a sense that some of those plays uh, you know, he hasn't made some of those throws, but man, you know, some of the comebacks too, I think what was the, the one, the saints game and yeah. uh, you know, what we saw this past weekend, like his performance at crunch time, if he's, if he's in a situation where, you know, end of the game, uh, he's going to have an opportunity to win it. I mean, you know, who who would you, who would you pick over him? I mean, apart from the young guys that aren't going anywhere. Yeah. How about, you think, I, go ahead. I just want one other follow-up. Todd Bowles down in Tampa Bay. I, I, I think he really let Tom Brady run amok and mess that team up as far as uh, the way he handled them. The 11 days mission for training camp, he's on vacation. What was his, Rob, no, what was his choice? Oh, no, what, was what his do you choice? mean what was his choice? He's the coach. <laughs> Rob, what about Rob. the other 52 guys? Doug, Rob, I don't want to hear this. Let me make Rob, my, let me Rob. get my question out. Rob, but but again, I, I want you, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm helping you out No, you're here. not like, helping what, me. You're what not was his choice? choice? Let him finish the, let him finish the question yes. and then help him. yes. But, but, Robert, I get it. It's Tom Brady, but if he wants to play, if you're Todd Bowles, A, and, and say, Robert, you're on the team, 
And Tom Brady mm-hmm. takes 11 days off for training camp. I've never seen it in the NFL, ever. I've been covering the league since 1987. He also goes to Robert Kraft's wedding during the season and misses a walkthrough. I, I never saw that. Even Bill Belichick didn't go to the wedding. You know why? He was working. And then he became a distraction all year with his personal life and the divorce and all the other stuff. Why? Why do you accept? Why would you accept that from uh, as a head coach? About from from anybody? I, I get the Tom Brady and I get his resume and I know what yeah. he's done. If you're playing, either you're in or you're out. Which one is it? Yeah, but I mean, how do you think that that actually manifested itself in what happened on the field? Because to take all of those things into consideration, and yeah, there. I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, there are some guys in the locker room like, you got to be kidding me. You know what I mean? Like, there are no doubt that there were some of those guys, and maybe even a, a good number of those guys. But do you think that that actually changed the way that the team played, or do you think that it was stacked up injuries, especially on the offensive line? Uh, that was a was a bigger factor in kind of how they performed at uh, you know at, at their worst this year. I get that everybody has to fight through injuries, but I thought Tom Brady has been a total distraction this year. I, I really do, and in football more than any other sport, I think it's important. And I think that the things the bending over backwards for him were just wound up being ridiculous. And I, listen, I, yeah, I, and I, those, but those things, again, I agree with you. Those things were ridiculous, and I'm sure that there were some players that were upset about it. The question is, do you think that a Tom Brady who's been around the league and been around this group of receivers as long as he has, do you think that it actually impacted his play or anybody else's play to a significant degree? I would love to keep going, but I know we're up against it. Thank you. Because yeah. the, the, answer, the answer was, was is that the one you're were, you were, you were looking for? Great, Rob, great stuff as Robert, always. Thank you, buddy. Happy New Year. Hey, I appreciate it, guys. Happy New Year. Rob, it's the best. The family turns he- this family turns heads, brains, beauty, athleticism. All they need now is for you to drive them off the lot. Mercedes-Benz family of SUVs, a family of unrivaled vehicles waiting for your local dealer. I'll, I'll handle the, 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 the Tom Brady thing with Rob Parker. Next in the Dan Patrick Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. 
Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Dan Patrick Show, Fox Sports Radio, Rob Parker, Doug Gottlieb, in for Dan the Danettes. So, Rob, here, here's the part that I was trying to relate to you, okay? Is you're right. It's like people are like, you should trade Russell Wilson, you should cut Russell Wilson, or the Packers should, you know, whatever with it. Like, you can be right, but it doesn't mean it can actually happen because... Like Aaron Rodgers ain't retiring. He's got $59 million. No, no, he's years. getting that money. Are you kidding? No, Absolutely. no doubt. And the Packers can't get rid of him because there's too much dead cap money. You won't be able to field a Can team. I give you a Tom Brady stat from the game against the Cardinals? Sure. He had five passes of over seven yards. Is that, Chris, is that all got it backwards? Five passes of uh, seven passes. Seven passes for over oh. five yards. That's okay. who he is. I, I, I understand that he's been dink and dunk and everything underneath. I'll also point out, and like this is me, the, the Charger guy, pushing back at like Dan Orlovsky. Why don't they throw the ball down the field? Like, hey, dude, if you can't protect a guy, he's got to get rid of it quick. That's just a reality. And, Ra- and, and Brady especially, like he's never been mobile. He's always been on the spot. If you can't protect him, especially up the middle, like he, he's got to get rid of it quick. Gotta get absolutely rid of it quick. So you're you're not wrong. Here here's the point. Right? For Tom Brady, he hasn't been as good as he had been previously. Now, am, am I okay saying that you're a Tom Brady hater? Is that right? No, we, we talked about it earlier. It's not that's not the world we live in. Just because I'm not on board doesn't make me a hater of Tom Brady. You're you're Tom, right. Tom Brady you're, you're is a right. great quarterback, but, 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 but he's but been the fact very you, lucky. He's been no, very lucky in his no, career. No, no, no. You called him the luckiest the of loat. all time. The loat. Come on, man. He's Doug, been he's been lucky. Can can you say he's been lucky? Uh, the first sure. Super Bowl. The first Super what Bowl. Is, what is luck? The first Super Bowl. He he coughed up the football to Wait. the Raiders, and the officials gave it back to Tom Brady and the Patriots. It's, okay, the tuck rule. Okay, tuck but, rule. But, but but he got lucky there. Uh, uh, when they, we, when we they don't beat, need to go. Let, listen, Rob. We don't need to go through it. Okay. Because okay? you I know. know I, okay. I know you made a cottage <laughs> industry out of this. Okay. But when a guy has been to ten Super Bowls and won seven of them. And is did widely, he win or did the widely, defense win some and, of those? And widely considered by his contemporaries the greatest of all time. When you call him the luckiest of all time, and I'll grant you that we 
So we only wish people luck before the game, and then they win. We never actually give credit to luck. I, I agree with you on that level. But when you call a guy who's the most accomplished man at the most important position in all of sports, the luckiest of all time, that, that's, that's in the hater territory. Okay, And you've been waiting for this day for him to fall off, and maybe the day has come. The, the issue with it is you're like, why did Todd Bowles like, dude, do you think Todd Bowles had a choice in any of this stuff? Yeah, but when they get rid of Todd Bowles, they're not going to say, you, oh, you did whatever, uh, Tom Brady. They'll be like. But that, that's how all jobs work. All jobs work. I, I if you don't I like it. I couldn't coach under those circumstances. Okay, so don't take the job. That, Byron Leftwich turned down the Jacksonville Jaguars job because they wouldn't let him bring his own GM with him. That's fine. We'll find a coach. Coaches don't usually bring their GMs. Uh, no, but they're usually tied hand in hand nah, with, the, with, uh, with the GM. You don't. They, they, most ownership be, does not allow the coach to pick the GM. I, 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 I wouldn't have hired that, him. That's what, hap- that's what happened in Buffalo. Brandon, you know, I mean, how do you think they, they, they came upon Brandon Bean? You know, I mean, came from Carolina with McDermott. So it does happen. They, they are tied at the hip, right? When the GM has to fire the coach, the GM then becomes in question, and the coach wants to work for, for the same guy. Rob Parker, I'm Doug Gottlieb, it's Dan Patrick Show here on Fox Sports Radio. We didn't solve any of the world's problems. No, we did not. None. And, and at least we had Are you going to unblock me together. on Twitter now? Yeah, our feud is over officially or, or officially not? Officially over. Okay. 2023 is on the horizon, I, Rob. I don't know we got to hug gonna, it out. Okay, I'll, blo- I'll unblock you. Okay. Oh! That's great. Have a great day. It's right, Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You're at a place you just discovered. And being an American Express Platinum card member with Global Dining Access by Resi helped you score tickets to quite the dining experience. Okay, chef. You're looking at something you've never seen before, much less tasted. After your first bite, you say nothing because you're speechless. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your dining experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply.